Wake Up on Metro FM, weekdays 5 till 9 a.m. So, Mo, you mentioned this earlier, uh, talking about government workers could be downing tools as a result of wage dispute between government and trade unions who are asking for higher wages than the government is offering at this point. So wage negotiations are something we see come up all the time through the collective you know, um, processes, which is the process of negotiating between employers as well as workers aimed at reaching an agreement on issues that affect them. Mm. Now, trade unions fight for the rights of workers who are their members. But what about those of us who are not unionized and in some instances not protected by labor laws? From a legal perspective, how can we go about trying to get increases? Is there a legal way for us to strike? And of course, this morning we are joined by employment law expert Tepo Mukwana. Good morning, Tepo. How are you? Good morning, Kujo. How are you? Ah, fantastic, Tepo. I mean, we've been getting a lot of tweets with regards to the conversation that we're having with the listeners, talking about how do they go about uh, discussing raises. We've got many of those. But for starters, are unions reserved for certain types of employees um, who have you know, certain types of contracts with employers? Uh, and who can or who can't really join a union? Thank you, Kujo. Thank you for having me. And good morning to our listeners again. So um, our labor laws give protection to every employee. So to answer your main question, uh, union membership in, in, in the main is a constitutional right. It is inside in Section 23 of the Constitution, and that is given effect to it by the Labor Relations Act, the commonly known as the LRA. So once one is an employee, it interchanges between the work employee and worker. So once one is an employee and one is a worker, they are entitled to join a union and to participate in the activities of a union. Mm. So in effect, all of us can join a union. Mm-hmm. And what happens, uh, Tepo, if you're not unionized? Uh, does that mean you have no protection, no go-between, no middle person to help you uh, deal with uh, your matters? Particularly, say, if you're fighting to get an increase, you haven't had one in four or five years, or whatever the story is. Yeah, no, I mean, it, unions are more like agents. Mm. So your rights remain yours, whether you exercise them individually or you exercise them through an agent. Mm. So because of collective bargaining and the practicalities that are, in, uh, are included in that process, mm. most people join unions because it's easier to just get the union to do everything on your behalf. Mm which is what we see in large industries and before large employers where mm. employees have one union that they bargain collectively with the employer. Mm. Yeah, but even at an individual, uh, that individual basis, one can bargain for themselves. Sepo, let's speak about bargaining for yourself. For those who perhaps don't have a union or feel that they can take this head on, let's speak about the verbal concessions. So, you know, you meet up with your boss, you're signing your contract, and they agree that they'll give you that increase next year or when things get better, but then they don't. And bonuses are being handed out, but not for you. Mm. (laughs) What sort of um, (laughs) avenue do you then um, follow to, to get what you agreed on verbally, if it stands at all? So uh, for most terms and conditions of employment, which an increase would be, um, it it depends on on two things. Is your right to increase a a term and condition of employment or is it a management prerogative? Uh, Sitting here as a a labor lawyer, I tell you that most employment contracts, um, at least for the ones that are not bargaining units, employees where their increases are 
negotiated at bargaining council level every three years, which is what you mentioned earlier, Transnet and the government are doing. Mm. Most of us don't have a contractual right to an increase. Mm. We, we just have a management that uh, says if you perform well or if the company performs well, we'll give you an increase. Mm. That doesn't mean that if it doesn't come, there's a breach of contract. Mm. Uh, you mentioned a specific scenario regarding uh, what happens if that is promised to you verbally. Mm. Firstly, I mean, as a lawyer, I'd say to you, never agree to anything orally, always insist on it having the written, mm. because then that's easy to enforce. Mm. But let's say that is the case. I mean, what, what you do in that instance, you, the, the LRA contemplates a process where if you want to negotiate things like this, you, you, you issue a demand. That's what we call, normally call it. It's a demand to your employer to say, I want an increase at this level. Mm, 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 mm. Say the employer says, no, we, not, we can't afford it or we can't give it to you. And then you, you declare dispute either to a bargaining council that you belong to or uh, the CCMA. Sure. Um, that, at the CCMA or the bargaining council, the, the commissioner they appointed to conciliate on your matter will have to sort of negotiate between you and the employee to say this person must get this increase. Mm. Uh, you know, it's a bargaining process. Right, But right. if at the end of 30 days, there's no, uh, 30 days lapse and there is no agreement, mm. they can issue what we call a certificate of non-resolution. With that certificate, then it allows you to issue a strike notice. A strike notice, you say to the employer, because of this demand that I've made that you are refusing to me, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to strike within 30 days. Oh, I see. And yeah, yeah, and, yeah so, and, and, and and I do want to jump in there just for time's sake, Tepo. Just on that, if yeah. if I'm not unionized, can I go and yeah. strike? Mm. Uh, is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. The the right to strike is a strike that is uh, available to each and every employee. Right. But the thing is, it's a practically it's a practical thing because you strike in order to or uh, to bargain in mm. order to get the employer to capitulate your mm. demand or at least uh, an element of it. Sure. So if you strike alone. How effective would it be? Yeah, Oof, that's 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 the thing. Okay, we're going to leave it there for now, Tepo, but very interesting. Tepo Mukwana is a, an employment law expert speaking to us about the idea of being unionized versus not being unionized, what you can do, and salary increases as well. Uh, in fact, it ties in with our earlier question, how often do you get a raise? And when you are negotiating a raise, what do you throw in there as part of your argument as to why? You must get an increase. Is it performance-based or is it about uh, personal issues at home? Send us your voice note, 060-552-7303. Of course, there's also interesting ways that people have tried to get their raise, right? Like threatening your employer to leave when you know you're very important (laughs) in hopes that they will counter-offer and be like, okay, can we keep you? We'll add another, you know, 10% on your salary. I wonder if it's ever worked for anyone. Yeah, send us your voice note. Let's hear it. Wake up on Metro FM, weekdays, 5 till 9 a.m.